I'm not going to read anything. Oh, no, actually, like, if you've been listening to me long enough, you probably realize the reason I haven't gone into like much as much detail as I have with this series is because, like, you know, I don't read single issues. I mean, I read Hellblazer, I read Usagi Yojimbo because, like, like, I got my reasons for those. But you know, I'm not going to go ahead and start investing in single issues just for um, just just writing for all these for all these new series. I mean, like, you know, if they if DC doesn't collect so these series that I hear are supposed to be really really good. Then, you know, it's like sure I'll go out and buy them eventually, but I mean as it stands right now, I mean it's like I'm not like I'm not going to go out and rush out and buy um buy the new Justice League or or Stormwatch, which I'm which I'm looking forward to because it's, you know it's Paul Cornell or or action comics written by Grant Morrison who's doing like like, like young Superman's origin story. I mean it's going to be fantastic, but still you know I'm like I've always I've I've always been like a tree paperback reader, except for like, certain specific situations, and um, I'm not gonna like bother with it until I start seeing this stuff come out in trade paperback. So really, I mean, I like kudos to DC for like taking such like a really real drastic move, and I like the idea that they're saying like you know we're not gonna we're gonna stop writing for the trade, we're start writing for more serialized audience, right? Which, you know, hey, I don't care I mean, if it's if it's a great story, it's gonna read great in single issue forms, read just as well in trade paperbacks. So. I don't lose. I don't think I'm losing anything by, by not by not um, um, fa- following on here. But still, it's like you know, it's like I think that it's going to be. Uh, it, I'm looking forward to seeing how this pans out. Apparently, like the sa- it's working out sales wise for DC, but we'll but we're, we'll see how. But I'll definitely be looking to see, seeing how the uh, let's see how the story let's say how things go in the. Uh, it's like once once things start hitting trade paperback. At least I hope they go to trade paperback. I don't. I hope they don't hit hardcover because I can. Then it's going to be like real, like real like um, decisions. Like am I going to like buy this stuff or I have to wait till I paperback or I have to wait till I find it half off at Comic Con? Who knows? Anyway, though, so I guess like you know I'm segueing from like talking about DC's new initiative to talking about something for Marvel now because a couple of months because. Everyone knows that you know Marvel entered the heroic age upon um, it's like after the Sie- after the siege crossover. Basically, like everything was like like heroes are gonna start being heroes again, and now everything and, like after like uh, Osborn was kicked out of, out of being like his his hammer organization, and now like Steve Rogers is, is the head of Shield and America's top cop. Like everything is gonna be great again, and you know, and the thing is though, it's like. But it also represents kind of like an end to um, what like basically Brian Michael Bendis's um, big, huge um, meta arc that he's been doing with the, with New Avengers like since since day one. Now, but the thing is, though, like now that they've that he's done with the story, Marvel has real it's figured. Okay, well, what are we gonna do now? You know, so I figured like based on what I've seen so far, that they've asked, you know, hey, hey Brian, you, you want to go ahead and just do it again? So that's that's what we're facing with, and basically, because basically, like, um, Bendis is now um, has basically relaunched both um, New Avengers and Avengers proper, like um, under under his own scribe. Now, you'll know that I've I said in the past I've I've generally enjoyed um, Bendis's um, like New Avengers stuff. I mean, a lot of people I know a lot of people are, are going to um, generally bitch about how he's not. His, his style is not the, like, the classic Avenger style. He's ignored years of like um, character, like character development for certain characters. And the thing is, though, that for me, though, like um, my Avengers are Bendis's Avengers because I've never actually really bothered reading a lot of Avenger stuff before, 
um, he, he came on board. He's like, I'll buy just about anything he, he Bendis writes. And so once so when he starts writing Avengers, you know, I'll start writing Avengers. So so I bought new Avengers and I'm also buying his regular, you know, Avengers proper series. So which one did I like more? Surprisingly, I liked Avengers proper more because it because you know as much as it indulges his like his decompressed like, character driven dial char- no di- character and dialogue driven style, it actually it really get gives you like, a great big epic story um for the character for the characters to um to embark upon. Now now Bendis's now Bendis's team um involves like a lot of people who've also um come up from his from his run on. It's like on New Avengers. Like you've got, I mean, naturally you've got like, uh, um, like still Steve, Ro- well Steve Rogers. You got Iron Man. You got Thor. You got um, um, Captain America, Bucky Barnes. Um, then you got then you got Spider Man, Hawkeye, Spider Woman, and Wolverine. Um, brought in from from New Avengers, and it's like, and they're all like having like a nice, have a nice big, have a nice meet and greet. Like talking about how we're going to um, going to run things and how things are going, going to function or thing under. It's like in this new era, and then Kang, like longtime Avengers, like the time traveler, time terrorist Kang shows up and tells them, tells them that hey, like you know, I'm going, to, like, like I'm going, like you need to um come to the future and stop, stop your kids from taking over because they, because they are going to like, turn to be um real bad, bad people who take over the world and kill me eventually. So, so naturally, it's like art. I hear so trying to figure out what's like what's Kang's what's Kang's deal, and they find. And fair. Well, how are we gonna get the fut- get to the future in in order to like stop stop what he's talking about? Well, naturally, um, like talking with Victor Von Doom and his time machine is out of the question. So they go to um Novar, um Le- um, Mar- um former Marvel Marvel boy now um Cap now Captain Marvel, and they ask him to build a time machine, take him take take some of their members to the future. Now while like a Wolverine, now Wolverine, Iron Man, um Captain America, and I think it's yeah, it's just those guys. They go to see. They go to the, they go to the future, and the rest everyone else is there. Everyone um, sees behind. They find that you know time is broken. That somehow Kang broke time by trying to um, get all these people to fight fight Ultron over and over again. And um, from there, it's like the um, present day devolves into like a huge fight against like all these time time lost creatures including including galactus pterodactyls cavemen um pirates all this great all this crazy shit it's, and um it's and it just gets crazier and crazier from from there especially after our heroes from the who go in the future wind up trapped in the groundhog day type scenario and they've got to go in and resolve things on their own now uh, basically i realize it's this is like Bendis trying to um, like you know, write a, like a standard like big superhero epic type, you no know, types types where big crazy stuff happens, and he's aided by it by a great like um, superhero artist in John Romita Jr. I mean, he just like Romita like like the man just like he's got and the man's got ex- like he's got a great expression, great style and like um, playing character emo- motion and expression. Mixed with like a great ability to just draw like crazy superhero action, like there's this great double page spread of Thor, just um beat like um after he's gone, after he's like um like you know knock the crap out of um uh, out of some out of something I think it's Martian Walker, and then finds out that oh there's all this crazy stuff here including like the pterodactyls, um shield helicarriers, um 
like um, biplanes and Galactus just still around for him to for him to beat on. And this is also this also comes and this comes after Apocalypse has shown up with um like crazed future versions of um his four horsemen, including Spider Man, Wolverine, and the Scarlet Witch, to um to threaten the, the Avengers. I mean it's it's great big crazy superhero action, and you know like whether or not it's like it's it may not be like you know the classic Avenger style that you know like Stan, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby pioneered or that Kurt Busiek did um back in the nineties, but still I really enjoyed it. It's like it's it sets up a big big epic story, and I like the resolution that that basically involves um Tony Stark um like like throwing himself on Ultron's mercy in a way to um to stop things. And it also sets things also sets things up in a way because like you you see the um you see their timeline and you find out that like you know things bad bad things are coming. And uh, I'm looking and to be honest I'm looking forward to seeing how that like where that goes. Now this isn't to say that New Avengers you know isn't like you know isn't bad by any means, but it's very it's still very much a kind of, like like been just kind of picking up with um. Where he left off with um, new with his with um, new Avengers. I mean, really, it's like you didn't. This isn't really like a number one su- issue. You could just you just could have just kept the renumbering from his previous series. And here you, and here you go, because basically this series picks up on his um, search for the Sorcerer Supreme storyline back in back in the day, where um, Doctor Voodoo was named the new see the new um, the new Sorcerer Supreme and um, Diamond and Damon Hellstrom, or otherwise known as Son of Satan, has basically it was basically ranting on about oh the the, the um, barriers between the Mar- Marvel universe and, like and its mystical dimensions are breaking down. All this crazy shit's gonna come in, and then you find out in the very first two pages that hey you know crazy shit has come in, and how are they doing it? By possession. So, so from there it goes on to show you that um, Luke Cage is now like leading his Avengers, his Avengers team, which, of which um, Spider-Man and Wolverine are also part of, because you know like Spider-Man and Wolverine have to be part of. Every Avengers team now, but you know they have to be part of like every um, like superhero team in the, in the Marvel universe. Aside from just like being a part of like the X X Men, X Force, like two Avengers teams. Like Wolverine's um, mutant power is now multitasking, and Spider Man. You know, aside from being his in his own title, he's also got um, his like he's he's also got um, his gig in the Fantastic Four now as well. So so it's. So, like, you know, aside from like the multitasking bit, you've got um, so you've got um, Luke Cage and like I'm leading his new team, like basically made up of like of Dan, of um, Danny Rand, Iron Fist, his wife Jessica Jones, former um, aide to um, Norman Osborn, Victoria Hand, which which I think is a great great addition because like because um cause if you did read um her interrogation in um in by Steve Rogers in um, Dark Avengers, you realize that no, she does have like good ideas. This is that she was, you know, aide to Norman Osborn, so she—that's really not the best venue to express these things in. And then you got most of this, most of the other other guys from the from the old New Avengers team come, come in, and they they have to deal with you know, like a possessed um, Diamond Hellstrom and Stevens and um, Stephen Strange. They try to get um, the eye of the eye of Agamotto, um, one of the one of the main artifacts of the of the Sorcerer Supreme and try to figure out why is this, um, why does this one entity, why does, why does this um, serious entity want this item and why is he like, break, breaking through the uh, universal walls in order to, in order to get it. Now it's, now it's got a lot of, now it's, it's got a lot of, um, like, you know, like, like the great dialogue and, and cleverness that I like from, 
Bendis's run, but but the thing is, it's still it's like you know it's it's still like a very like um like very like small like like small scale story, despite like all the uh, like cr- like other dimensional craziness. And I still it still kind of bugs me to the point where like like most of the series just kind of like who is doing this? Who is doing this? Who is doing this? Until Spider Man um stumbles upon the obvious um solution in a great scene where like he's she says like oh hey you know I kind of I can really be like that's why Spider Man thought of like. That's how, like, of course, Spider-Man would think of it this way because that's how he thinks. Like, it's it's a great, it's, it's a great moment, and um, I like I did like the um, I did like how um, they set up Wolverine as the uh, it's like as their avatar to make for the for the final fight because you know it's like hey they're not going to expect like Wolverine to be like the the great mystical avatar they send for the final battle. So it's but but also in addition to this, it's I said it's kind of. Like I said, it's still, we're still kind of like, it feels like we're kind of joining a story in progress, and um, we're kind of like, and I uh, and um, like like um, dealing with the magic stuff. Like you know, Bendis does has a good enough handle on it, but it's like it's it's still kind of like like it, it doesn't really show me anything new for for this. I mean, it's a good good uh, volume of New Avengers, but it doesn't like give me anything new. I mean, like, still though, it's like you've got um Stuart and Moon and handling the art, and the man can do no wrong. I mean, no seriously. Man can can do no wrong, and anyone who says otherwise can just shut the fuck up right now, because I will come to your ass and kick your ass, because he, because he is completely awesome, and you know it's like much as I'd like to see him on on the series full time, he is now illust- he's currently illustrating um, the series the Avenger, the current um, Marvel's current mega crossover um, Fear itself, and I have to say the series that series is lucky to have him because the man is awesome, so. You know, it's like so. I say buy new Avengers, buy regular Avengers first. New Avengers, you know, it's like if you if you enjoy um, Bendis' stuff, um, like so on the on new Avengers so far. Then yeah, it's it's it'll float your boat there too. That being said, Bendis also um, wrote another series to tie into um, that um, came came in the wake of Siege to um, basically check you know. <laughs> So basically, it's basically it functions as, as more of a story beat than anything else because, like this series, Avengers Prime, um, it, it's like you see this series, see because like for years you know it's like like um Iron Man, um Iron Man, Steve Rogers, and Thor were kind of at each at you at each other's throats you know when they were still alive, and um when 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 some of them came back they were still kind of like at each other's throats for because you know like having like Iron Man building a synthetic Thor, you know, it's gonna like, kind of cheese cheese Thor off in like major ways. But the thing is, though, that once um like Bendis started writing Avengers and New Avengers, you know, he skipped past all the acrimony that those those three um, would have had and just started writing these these stories proper. Now, I I really think that's a good idea because like it's like you know it's like it's. It allows you to get to the, get to the um, meat of the stories quicker, but still, you know, these guys have been at each other's throats for um for like a long time now. So like you have to do something in order to like reconcile that. Now, and that's where Avengers Prime comes in. Basically, Prime takes place right in the aftermath of, of Siege, and and um as like as the dust settles, like you know, they start to realize that hey, you know, like like what. What what are you like like 
like, hey, Steve, Steve Rogers, like, hey, why am I going to allow you, allow you, Iron Man, to keep your armor when you've just been like anti-human, like um, civil rights for all this time? And like Thor's like, and um, Iron Man's like, oh, what the hell? This is my stuff. Why can't can't you let me keep this? And and Thor's like, you know, if you guys are going to bitch in like my, time like my my city's in ruins, like I really don't need either of you, either of your actions right here. So. As they try to um, work together, they um, find themselves whisked off to Asgard. Only it's a um, very um, ruined and um, and, but, and um, desolate, desolated at Asgard. As like it's it's gone, things have gone like um, really, really bad since you know since events events siege, and um, and it turns out that you know Hela, um, goddess of goddess of the Norse underworld, Hell. Um, has gotten her hands on the Twilight Sword. Is now um, set, set, up, set about remaking on the worlds in her image, as well as taking out her her, ang- her anger on on all Thor's injustices over the, over the years. Now, yet now essentially, like it starts off once you get into Asgard, like like um, Iron Man, like Steve Rogers, and Thor are, are all separated, and they got some nice moments. There, you know, well, okay, well, not really with Thor because he's just. Um, Going, he's just wonder. He's just um, he wants himself finds himself like I'm thrust into the combat with the Enchantress, who has her own scores to settle. But um, like Iron Man winds up, um, I can like um, te- um, being um, vexed by some by some o- by some ogres and a dragon. And then Steve winds up in a great moment. Winds up um, walking in on a bunch of dark elves who, and says like, Hey, you know, it's like, uh, hey, you guys, anyone want to tell me where I am? I'm a friend of Lord Thor. It's like. You're a friend of Lord Thor. Kill him! And they just go to town on him, but they don't realize that you know he's a super soldier, and he just like he just like beats down like a like an entire room of these things. It's a nice, it's a nice moment. It's fun seeing these how these guys adapt to um, well, like to uh, to Asgard in their own way, and it's helped immensely by Alan Davis's um like great art. I mean, he's the guy does. I mean, just a the guy does like great superhero action. Like you really, you really get a sense for all for all the momentum, for all the momentum and energy that the, that the fights have, as well as just as well as just the regular you know like, like talking sequences. I mean, the guy just knows how to tilt panels in just the right way to um to make you more to make you more invested in what's in what's going on, just to give them a, like a nice sense of energy and, and energy and momentum to, to things. I mean, it's he to be honest, like his like his work here is probably the, the better, bigger star of the story that. Here, because you know this, all the story is is basically one, one like little story beat. Just like you know, we're, it's, you've he, like been providing the characters with an with an adventure to go on to reaffirm their bond. Show that these are the three, three Avengers who are like they're, they're the core of the team. And you know, it's like yes, they've had their differences in the past, but now they're eventually going to learn to work together and lead everything to a to a brave new heroic age. And you know, that's. That's you know that's how things work. I mean, it's it's like I kind of wish that that Ben had done more with um you know like with um Tony's like oh I am a sorcerer um like stunt with the uh, with the trolls um early on, but but still it's like I mean it's a nice enough story and and you and also like I realize a lot of people here must realize that you know if I'm reading this now I've got the hardcover. The reason I got the hardcover is because like the um local, my local Borders was going out of business and they had a had it at half. At half off, so so you know it's like it's it's coming out in the next month or so in paperback, and you know it's like and well you know it's like as much as I and while I enjoyed it, it's it's a 
it's a fun story. It also um, kind of really goes against what um, Kieran Gillen um, was um, did in his um, Siege and Siege Aftermath tie-ins with with Hela, because you know it's like you look at this and you realize, huh? So when did Hela have the time to use a Twilight Sword in order to try and take over the Nine Realms between um, between being menace between um, like um, using Denny Moonstar as a Valkyrie and then um, being menaced by the Desir, um in the in Marvel's Underworld, so it's so really, so you gotta um, it if you've read um Jill and stuff, it's kind of it's like this stuff really doesn't fit all that well. I mean, like it's but but still, it's like it's if you're willing to allow for suspension of suspension of disbelief, then uh, it's like then it say then it works. So I mean, it's not not essentially in, in it by any means. I mean, it's really it's a story beat. All you need to know is that. After this story, like Thor, Iron Man, and um, Steve Rogers are just you know working together. They're best buds again. And um, if you need to know, if you need to know more, if you want to know why, then then go ahead and read this story. And you know, I think that that's about it. So like, I you know, I like it's like I mean, I, I like I like um, Bendis' stuff like on the series so far. Or else I wouldn't be buying this stuff. I mean, I am still looking forward to his second volume of Avengers proper, even though. Um, he um, apparently brings back um, Thanos, like you know, right after the um, the Thanos imperative, which you know I'm kind of wondering, wondering, like, okay, you know, like Thanos was kind of like meant to like you know die at least for at least go away for quite some time after this, but now he's 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 been brought back in this in volume two, so we'll see how that goes. But you know, in the end, um, but in the end, it's good stuff. I, rec- I recommend it if you're, and it's really if you're if you have any interest in the overall narrative of the Marvel universe, then these are like really essential reads. All right. Yep. And on that note, call it a night. And we'll see you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. See you later. Later.